Thank you, as always, to Father Bob. You know, um, sometimes they they say, oh, yeah, you know, there's young priests and there's the older priests of the diocese. And, um, you know, it, it seems like that there's a division between them, and I don't get it. I don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, Father Bob has always been so great uh, to, to all of us, so thank you yet again. A priest is preaching uh, one Sunday, and he engages his congregation, saying, uh, today's homily will take a good amount of self-investment and truth about the state of one's soul. So before we begin, I have told you about how important familiarity with sacred scripture is, and so I'm counting on you. He says, a show of hands, please, who remembers my previous homilies on the verse or has heard Matthew 29, verse 15. Because the beloved father was so well respected, more than half of the people raised their hands at that moment. Shaking his head, the priest began his real homily. It's very unfortunate to see, as there are only 28 chapters in the book of Matthew, today's homily will be on honesty in the face of difficulty. So don't worry, I won't make you raise your hands today. We all will have crosses and hardships. This is a guarantee in life. What is different is the means and the willingness to carry our crosses. Jesus maintains that keeping our purpose in mind makes all the difference. Two fathers I knew were encountering the same trying situation at their children's school. Their children were being taught something that they most certainly did not agree with. But still, confronting teachers and staff about the issue wasn't easy for either of them. Both of them found it difficult. However, one expected that occasionally his beliefs would require him to be different from other people. It wasn't surprising that he would encounter opposition. But the other remarked that this was the first time in his life he had to do anything different because of what he believed. Sooner or later, such choices come to us all. They're never too easy to make, and it is wise to be prepared for them. The hope that comes from today's gospel is this. That which is difficult can also be made good. It's been said that famous Italian violin makers are known to carefully select the wood for violins only from the north side of tree trunks. When people question them about this, they point out that it is the north side of the tree that faces the brunt of storms. It is that side of the tree that has been buffeted by the wind and by the rain. And as a result, the wood on that particular side of the tree is stronger and more resilient. He found that if he shared his violins, if he shaped his violins rather, from the wood on the north side of the tree, both the tone and the timbre of those instruments would ultimately result in a greater richness. And therefore, when the winds come and the rains struck, one could hear the trees of the forest groan under the violence of the storm. But the violin maker only smiles and says, 
I love that sound, for it's the sound of trees learning to be violins. When Jesus says in today's gospel that we must take up our crosses and follow him, he's pointing to an identical truth. As difficult as it can be to bear the burdens of life, they have the possibility of deepening us, teaching us, and allowing us to grow. Jesus never said, nor does he have any interest in his crosses or ours, making life more comfy, easy, convenient, or simple. Alternatively, it is through crosses we most often find the life we really have wanted. The feel it deep down in our bones kind of stuff. It's mostly in times of stress or trouble that we make progress, that we hear things that otherwise we would not have the time or the patience to hear. C.S. Lewis says that, quote, God whispers to us in our pleasures. God speaks to us in our conscience, but God shouts to us in our pain. Pain is the megaphone that God uses to rouse a deafened world, end quote. Pain certainly seizes our attention. Now, we need to be careful here because to say that good can come from pain is not the same as saying pain is good. Sickness, suffering, and death are evils, and we should do all that we can to avoid them. But when evils must be faced, when they cannot be avoided... We are called to take them up as crosses, to follow after Christ. When we do that, they have the potential to deepen us and to open us more to life. Through them, we become strong. I know this to be true because I have heard it from the testimony of so many people, spoken to many on the precipice of death, who have told me that through God's help, they are more alive on their deathbed than in any other moment of their life. I've talked to countless young people who have undergone the heartbreak of the end of a long-term relationship, but with time have made their way through the loss and with God's help realized that because of pers persistence and difficulty, they were stronger than they ever imagined themselves to be. I've known families who have experienced the tragedy of losing the tiniest of babies to miscarriage, sometimes more than once, but who tell me that once they worked through the sorrow with God's help, it was turned into energy for ministry to other mothers who lose their children in similar circumstances. I've spoken to a young married couple who, after their first major argument and all the hurt and pain and healing that it involved, could say that with God's help, their relationship today is deeper and more real than it ever was before. I've had lunch with an unemployed hourly worker who shared with me that it was not until his, he lost his job that he began to realize how valuable his family really was. Life is difficult. Each of us has a cross to bear. But the good news is that our crosses are not punishments, but opportunities 
So when evil strikes, when pain begins, do not be afraid or despair. If we can take up our cross and carry it in Jesus' name, it need not paralyze us or destroy us. If windstorms can change trees into violins, then certainly the crosses we carry in Jesus' name can transform us into gentle and genuine daughters and sons of God. You know, I found that when I'm carrying a cross, I must stay focused on that end destination. We all need to remember that Calvary is where Christ went to die, but also where he went to change the world for the good. Crosses are carried one step at a time and become much more difficult to bear when they are dragged. So, be honest about the crosses we all bear. Don't ignore them. Don't ask for them, but certainly don't ignore them. And carefully, but also diligently, carry them in accordance to God's will. They may in the long term, make, her, make you happier than you ever have been. It's like what a Father Dennis McManus once told me, one of my seminary professors, with which I will conclude. Quote, Be diligent and carry your crosses with persistence. Your wounds may very well become your mission even after your life here on earth. Amen.